The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Alumni Ventures. Invest with confidence. Discover the power of venture investing with Alumni Ventures, America's largest venture firm for individual investors. Learn more at av.vc. LinkedIn News. Hi, everyone. In recognition of Labor Day in the United States, we're taking some much-needed rest in the feed. And I hope you got some rest yourself this last weekend. But we couldn't leave you hanging. So we're re-airing a favorite conversation of ours from earlier in the year, my chat with Deepak Chopra about his new book, Abundance. Enjoy! From LinkedIn News, this is Get Hired, a podcast for the ups and downs of our professional lives. I'm Andrew Seaman, LinkedIn's senior news editor for job searches and careers. Each week on Get Hired, we'll talk about leveling up. Sometimes we'll talk about finding work. Other times, we'll talk about excelling where you are right now. And through it all, we'll focus on how to stay true to yourself in the process. So on this podcast, we talk a lot about concrete tips and tricks to shape up your resume, to expand your network, and so much more. But we rarely get a chance to talk about all the inner work that it takes to not only get a job, but also to advance in your career with a sense of purpose. And that is why I'm so excited for this week's guest, Deepak Chopra. Dr. Chopra needs almost no introduction. He's the founder of the Chopra Foundation, a meditation and spirituality expert, and the author of over 90 books. His most recent book, Abundance, is written to help readers cultivate a sense of inner awareness in order to make outer change. So I sat down with him on my Get Hired Live show a few weeks ago to see how he'd apply his work on abundance to job seekers. Welcome so much. Thank you, Andrew. It's nice to be with you. This book is so interesting, and I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about why you wanted to write it. Well, you know, I've always asked people why they do what they do. They want a good job. Why do they want a good job? They want a good relationship. Why do they want a good relationship? They want uh, lots of money. Why? If you keep asking why, why, in the end, you'll get to one answer, and that is everyone wants a feeling that they call happiness or fulfillment or joy. That's the feeling you want, and you then go about it through all these ways. So when I wrote this particular book, Abundance, I was looking at what makes people happy. And there's a lot of very good research on that now. Uh, People who are happy find uh, opportunities in times of adversity. That's number one. They don't complain, condemn, criticize, or play the victim. They pay attention. They accept the situation as it is. They appreciate what they already have. They feel gratitude and they focus on loving relationships. That's the first thing. The second thing is what we call, you know, life circumstances, how much money you have, etc. And that's only about 10 to 12% of your daily happiness experience comes from only money. And then the third component is the daily choices you make every day. Uh, there are choices we make for personal pleasures. They make us happy, but for a short time. The choices we make for fulfillment, which means finding meaning or purpose or making another person happy, those actually give us a sense of fulfillment. So I wrote the book because when I looked at extremely rich people and extremely poor people, I found that they shared something in common. They could think of nothing other than money. 
In fact, the book was inspired by a lyric from Bob Marley, who um, said in one of his songs, some people are so poor, all they have is money. Now, money, of course, is very useful, but you need, in addition, what we call a sense of security, safety, sensuality, vitality, love, belongingness, creative expression, insight, intuition, imagination, higher vision, transcendence. When you have all of that, then you are truly abundant. And that's why I wrote the book. Dr. Chopra, one of the things that you know, always stands out to me is that when there's a recession or there's difficult times that people go through, they really look to money as a solution. But there are things you could work on internally to help sort of prop you up. Can you tell us a little bit about how people can start working toward that goal of finding that inner wealth you talk about? I think uh, one can begin with something that I've taught for 30 years, contemplative self-inquiry and a little bit of meditation. So if people close their eyes and just ask themselves very basic questions, who am I? Am I the changing body uh, or am I the awareness in which the changing body is an experience? Am I changing emotions or am I the awareness in which the changing emotions are experienced? On and on. What do I really want? What is my deepest desire? What is my purpose? in life. Uh, if I had all the money in the world and all the time in the world, what would I do and who would benefit? And finally, what am I grateful for? So once you begin this process of inquiry, that's the fascinating thing is all the answers are already within you. There's an inner intelligence within you, which is the ultimate and supreme genius, which mirrors the wisdom of the universe. And it's not your mind, actually, it's your spirit. It's the source of the mind. Therefore, anything that helps you quieten the mind and reflect in quietness, you will see that you have all the answers. The answers may come to you in the form of an insight, intuition, imagination, coincidence, what spiritual traditions call the grace of the divine. But if you live the questions, then life definitely will move you into the answers. And this doesn't come from me alone. It's been part of the wisdom traditions of the world for thousands of years. Definitely. Yeah. And for someone who is busy, maybe they have a nine to five job, maybe they have a seven to seven job. What is your advice to them about making a priority to work on themselves? If somebody says they don't have the time, they're very busy. They are the ones who need it more than anyone else. I say only busy people have time. The people who are always making excuses never really get anything done. Also, yeah, do realize that multitasking is not the answer. You actually are not capable of multitasking. You move from one thing to another and you don't do anything uh, properly anyway because you're switching very fast from one thing to the other. It messes up your neural networks, causes inflammation and also actually is addictive. So make time to do things with full awareness and full attention. So I say there's sleep time, there's meditation time, there's recreation time, there's downtime, there's relationship time, there's mindful eating time, but there's also mindful work time. So when you're doing your work, focus only on that and you'll do less and accomplish more. Ultimately, the key is to do minimum and accomplish a lot. Maximum use of energy 
um, and efficient use of energy if you pay attention and compartmentalize the activities you do. So I have set times during the day. And when I'm doing one thing, I don't do anything else. And first of all, there's no stress. Secondly, you get a lot more done. You know, for people who are job seeking, a lot of times they feel a little bit down or they have a lot on their mind, especially now with everything going on in the world. How would you say that, you know, working on this path will help them, whether they're job searching, whether they're having a difficult time at work? What would you say is sort of the selling point for them? So, Andrew, one thing uh, is for sure that uh, your LinkedIn platform is an amazing platform for people who are seeking jobs and people who can communicate with each other their ideas and their strengths and their bios. But there's something else that people can do using the LinkedIn platform, and that is they can create a soul profile, uh, which means they're willing to actually reveal themselves and their personalities beyond their bios. And you create a soul profile by asking a few questions. Uh, in one or two words, what is your contribution to the world or to your job or to society? Um, in one or two words, can you remember your peak experiences? In one or two words, what's your purpose in life? In one or two words, uh, what's a good friendship mean to you? What do you expect of a good friendship? What do you contribute to a good friendship? Um, in a word or two, can you mention your heroes? Uh, your icons, your heroines in history, mythology, or religion. In one or two words, can you write down what your unique talents are? If you had all the money in the world, all the time in the world, how would you use it and who would benefit? And in a, one or two words, if you could do the impossible, what would it be? Now, this is a much deeper kind of revelation and revealing of yourself than your job. And then you ask people to share that. And sooner or later, you will create a network and you will be very interestingly finding coincidences, meaningful relationships and insights that will help you find the right job that fits with your life purpose and with the right people as well. So for a very good career, uh, there are a few things that are required. First of all, you need to work in a team where everybody complements each other's strengths, number one. Number two, you need to have shared vision. And number three, you need to have some kind of emotional and spiritual friendship. When you have those components, then that's a very good team and bound for success. This work is based on a lot of research that shows that maximum diversity of talent, maximum diversity of education, complementing strengths, having shared vision, and creating groups of emotional and social bonding is very important. This is not a one and done thing, right? You, this is something that you have to commit to and you have to basically make sure you keep it up. You have to sort of make a commitment that this is the path you're on. Actually, what I've done is made a ritual of these steps and I do them every day and then it becomes part of your routine. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, Dr. Chopra gets deeper into the balance of emotional abundance and financial abundance. Also, how to reach more fulfillment in your career. I'm Jesse Hempel, host of Hello Monday. In my 20s, I knew what I wanted for my career. 
But from where I am now, in the middle of my life, nothing feels as certain. Work's changing, we're changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of any of it. So every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. We talk about making career pivots, about purpose and how to discern it, about where happiness fits into the mix, and how to ask for more money. Come join us in the Hello Monday community. Let's figure out the future together. Listen to Hello Monday with Jesse Hempel wherever you get your podcasts. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and so many tools to keep track of. Doing business can be hard, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot. Their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. Higher quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. We're back with Deepak Chopra. Now, I know abundance can feel like a very big abstract concept, but according to Dr. Chopra, it actually correlates to a feeling that many of us are looking for in our careers. Fulfillment and abundance go together. When you're fulfilled, you feel abundant. It's a feeling, okay? It's not scarcity consciousness. It's abundance consciousness. By the way, you can trigger that feeling anytime. If you just close your eyes, put your attention in your heart and say, what am I grateful for? Notwithstanding what's happening in the world, notwithstanding what's happening in my life right now, what am I grateful for? That question triggers sensations, images, feelings, and thoughts that opens the window to your soul where there is what we call generosity of spirit. Your spirit is infinitely abundant. So abundance and fulfillment go together. Of course, the big goal of practicing an abundant mindset is gaining financial stability. But how does emotional abundance fit into the picture? Here's Dr. Chopra. If you are emotionally balanced, you are more likely to have uh, financial abundance. So financial abundance comes from the sense of security, not the total amount of money that you have. How secure are you about the money that you do have? Do you spend a little bit of time putting away every month a little saving, say 10, 12%? Do you have retirement? Do you pay your taxes on time? And these are things that are very important in a work setting so that you can actually not have to worry about money all the time. And many now job settings encourage financial security in addition to physical security, emotional security, relationship security, and job security. So they all go together. When you ask people, what do they worry about the most? They actually worry about money the most. But when they get the money, the anxiety doesn't disappear because their basic set point for happiness, they're always looking for problems. So you should always ask yourself, you know, if I had all the money and all the time in the world, how would I express my unique talents? Who would benefit? And then you gravitate towards your life purpose, which gives you fulfillment, which gives you financial success, which also creates emotional fulfillment. By the way, 
I think that's a fantastic exercise for anybody who's figuring out what they want to do in their life. And like Dr. Chopra says, that can snowball. Sometimes it'll snowball all the way to a new job. So take a pause to imagine yourself there, in that new career where you're feeling fulfilled and amazing. When you're starting out with a new group of people, how do you begin to form new relationships to better harness that fulfillment? Four things, they all begin with A. So first A stands for attention. Become a good listener. Second A stands for affection. Let people know that you care for them and that you actually are there to help them out. You hold their back. Uh, the third A is appreciation. Notice some good quality in the other person and then appreciate that. And finally, acceptance. Don't try to change another person to fit your own needs. It's hard enough for you to change yourself. So remember the four A's and you will build relationships very fast. Wonderful. And what is the best way to start a new ritual, to start incorporating these things? I think the best way is to do it one step at a time. So if you're going to start meditation, start five, 10 minutes a day, gradually build it to 15, 20 minutes. In 21 days, you will begin to start a habit. In about 66 or 70 days, it will become a habit. So one step at a time well begun, is half done, but then stick to it for at least 21 days and then it'll be easier to continue for, say, 60 to 70 days and then you have a new habit. Great advice. And then how do you identify and communicate your needs to reach your inner path to wealth? You should be asking very simple questions. What am I observing? What am I feeling? Right now, what do I need? And then how do I fulfill that need? And in a relationship, you do it by requesting the fulfillment of the need, not demanding the fulfillment of the need. Basic question is, ask the questions, and then life moves you into the answers. Of course, I couldn't let Dr. Chopra go without asking him a question that I know has been on the minds of a lot of you in the Get Hired community. Specifically, what can you do if you know you're not fulfilled where you are, but you're not sure what change to make? Yes, if you're unfulfilled in your career, then you need to take a little bit of time off and actually reflect on what your deepest desire is. In fact, you should need to ask that question. What is my deepest desire? The wisdom traditions tell us that you are your deepest desire, as is your desire, so is your intention. As is your intention, so is your will. And as is your will, so is your choice. As is your choice, so is your destiny. That's a sequence that follows. Instead of always grabbing at money, 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 making that an obsession, that will only create more stress. So when you ask these deeper questions, then they say, build it, imagine it, visualize it, live it in your dreams, and the money will come. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Chopra. And I hope everyone is following you on LinkedIn. Thank you very much. Thank you, Andrew. Whether you're an everyday meditator or you've never even considered mindfulness, taking time to reflect on these deep questions Dr. Chopra suggests can be an incredibly valuable part of your job search. Let intention be your secret sauce. And if you do, it might just lead to a win. Speaking of wins, this week's job search win comes from listener Deborah. She tuned in to a live show. 
Deborah says she entered real estate school at the age of 45 after many years of not working. She ended up scoring higher on her test than the school had ever seen. Her message to other job seekers is to go ahead and get some skills to work wherever you want. Congratulations, Deborah. If you want to share your job search win, send us a voice memo to get hired at linkedin.com. We might just share it on the show. Remember, it's up to you to put our advice into practice. Still, you always have a community backing you up and cheering you on. Connect with me and the Get Hired community on LinkedIn to continue the conversation. You can also join my weekly Get Hired live show every Friday at noon on the LinkedIn news page. And if you like this episode, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps people like you find the show. And of course, we'll continue this conversation next week, right here, wherever you like to listen. Get Hired is a production of LinkedIn News. The show is produced by Michelle O'Brien with help from Victoria Taylor, Gianna Prudenti, Derek Carl, and Taisha Henry. Joe DeGiorgi mixed our show. Florencia Iriando is head of original audio and video. Dave Pond is our technical director. Dan Roth is the editor-in-chief of LinkedIn, and I'm Andrew Seaman. Until next time, stay well and best of luck.